All right, Alexander, let's talk about the chaotic political situation unfolding in Poland. And uh, we have some uh, politicians, ex-politicians, ex-ministers who were being, uh, being um, uh, provided safety by President Duda. And uh, they had some court cases. Those court cases went away. Then those, then Tusk brought those court cases back or those charges back against them. And uh, he went after these these former politicians who were Law and Justice Party. He went after them. Uh, they were, from what I understand, they were staying in, in in the presidential residency or with Duda, and and they actually stormed the residency and they they apprehended these guys. And now uh, one of them is is uh, announcing a hunger strike. And uh, just just political chaos in uh, in Poland. They had issues with the budget and getting the budget passed. And you know, Duda and Tusk obviously they they, they don't uh, get along. That's that's crystal clear. They don't like each other. But uh, the the situation in Poland seems to be spiraling out of control. And of course, we still have the the blockade on Ukraine. Is 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 the farm farmers strikes? They're, they're joining Germany as well and. They're they're blocking uh, the the passage of, of of trucks from from Ukraine and the imports of goods from Ukraine. Uh, just a chaotic situation all around. Yeah, it is chaotic, and it's also very dangerous, and it's also very very sinister. And there is one person, in my opinion, who bears overwhelming responsibility for it, and that is Donald Tusk, because Donald Tusk um, was elected prime minister. I mean, his coalition won the recent election. It's important to remember that law and justice still emerged out of the election as the biggest party. It still has a lot of support in Poland. There are other parties in Poland that are also nationalistic and right wing and, you know, probably closer to law and justice. So taking on a very significant part of the Polish um, people, Polish electorate and he didn't need to do this. He's, he's sees law and justice not as political rivals, dangerous political rivals, you know, in terms of political conflict. But he, he's seeing them, he's treating them more like enemies, enemies that must be suppressed. And this is becoming very much, by the way, the trend in European politics. I mean, all those reports in Germany that we've discussed before about banning the IFT, for example. Uh, um, similar reports, by the way, now about banning Sarah Wagenech's party in Germany, too. There are some people apparently coming forward with those ideas. We've seen similar things happen in other places. And it looks to me as if Donald Tusk, having stayed quite a long time in Brussels, has internalized all that thinking. He's come to Warsaw and he says to himself, I've got to break this party, which has been holding back Poland's complete absorption and integration into the European system. And I'm prepared to do it in the most authoritarian uh, way. I'm going to start you know, tearing up budget laws, uh, uh, seizing television stations, which is the media, the yeah. media, which media. is what he's already been doing. I'm going to send police into the president's uh, uh, office, his his residence, and they're going to arrest people there. Now, as I understand it, what happened with these two people is that um, they were convicted in the past of an abuse of 
uh, of an abusive process uh, um, law while there were ministers for some of the things that they did as ministers. The Supreme Court um, overrode or upheld that conviction and overrode President Duda's attempt to pardon them. And then law and justice, as we remember, carried out a major judicial reform. A new Supreme Court then upheld uh, the president's uh, pardon. Now Tusk is saying that, you know, he's not going to pay any attention to this latest decision of the Supreme Court. As far as he's concerned, this pardon that the president uh, enacted isn't a real pardon at all. The courts have been activated to restart that prosecution. This is the kind of thing that sensible politicians don't do. They just leave these things alone. They say, look, this is in the past. Whatever these two characters did before, um, you know, we can forget about that. Let's move forward with our political program. Obviously, Duda um, is going to try and be as obstructive as he can, but we will eventually get around that. He's not going to be president of Poland forever. What we're going to do is we're going to build a base of support. We're going to show that you know, we've got a good program for the Polish people, an attractive one. We're going to paint the president and law and justice as being obstructive. Instead of doing that, Tusk is coming out, making all these incredibly aggressive moves, and he's acting in a way that, frankly, is only going to heighten and exacerbate political tensions in Poland itself and potentially create a crisis there. I mean, it's destabilizing your own country so that you can implement the policies of Brussels, because that's what it amounts to. Well, that's who Tusk is. It is exactly what he does. I mean, I mean, he, he is, president, at the end of the day, he's, president he's, of the, he's an EU loyalist, yeah. He's an EU loyalist, he's president of the European Council, no less. So exactly what he is. But... We, we see the mindset that a Eurocrat brings when he is brought into domestic politics. And as I said, it's very dangerous. This is not conventional politics in any way. You can be very critical of law and justice. I am, by the way. I mean, I didn't particularly like much of what they did. I, we've spoken about this many times in many, many programmes. Overall, and by and large, however, yes, they did push the boundaries many, many times, but you could never say that they really went past them. They never, it seems to me, went so far as to trigger the kind of things that we're seeing now. They never sent police into the office of the president or seized television stations in the way that Donald Tusk is doing. But of course, he is doing it. And by the way, notice again, I mean, you know, there's always the rhetoric about law and justice, the great threat to democracy that they support supposedly represented the threat to the rule of law. And we see, as far as Donald Tusk is concerned, democracy is what he is and stands for. Everybody else is anti-democratic. What he does is, by definition, democratic, even when he sends police for people to drag people out of the president's residence. And, you know, even, and he's, of course, in favour of free speech, even as he seizes television stations. 
So again, you understand the kind of mindset. I mean, not even, they're not even double standards, really, because I mean that that's too sophisticated in some ways the kind of people that these are that when they use words like democracy and freedom speech and rule of law they mean something totally different from what those words have historically meant and from what those words mean to people like you and me well when they use those words they they, they mean it in the context of if it benefits us Correct. It's democracy, but only if it benefits us. It's freedom Correct. of speech, only if it benefits us. Correct. If it doesn't benefit us, then we have to squash it. Yes, because... And they squash it in the most aggressive, totalitarian, aggressive. authoritarian way. Th th that's how the EU operates across well, the board. Exactly, this is... Exactly. I mean, Tusk is... Tusk is... You want to know what it's, what, what it's going to be like once the EU consolidates all power? They create uh, CBDCs. They create their EU army. Just look at Tusk right now, and that's what it's going to be like in all of the European Union if, if the EU has its way. That is exactly correct. That's exactly what it. That's exactly what it represents. Now, Poland. Let me say this again. I mean, I have various people in Poland. I'm mean, very interested in knowing what they think about uh, what is actually going on. Poland is a country with a long and storied history of resistance. I mean, they've resisted the Russians, they've resisted the Germans, they've resisted the communists within their own country. They, you know, this is a country where there's been a long history of this sort of thing. Are they going to put up with this? I'll be very interested to know. And I'll be very interested to know what some what people think. I mean, it's important to say that Tusk is not without support in Poland. I mean, there are people in Poland who are very, very up for this kind of thing, who've you know, completely internalised the entire EU <laughs> EU thing themselves. How many are there of that kind in Poland? Probably quite a lot. But what lot. does the larger Polish population make of this? I'd be very interested to know. And that's an invitation, by the uh, way, to yeah. people in Poland to come forward and tell us. I, th I think that's the case across most of Europe. I mean, there there, there is a, a large part of the population in most countries in Europe that have internalized this EU ideology, this EU religion. They they really believe that that it that without the EU, the sun will not rise. <laughs> you know, they they really do believe that, and well, and in a way, they beg they beg for the EU to control and rule over them. It, it's 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 a weird a weird thing to to analyze and look at. But there, there is a large group of, of people in, in Greece and Cyprus that's for them having more control, the EU controlling more of their lives for them is like a comfort blanket. This is absolutely it, it's very strange, but you know, I, I, this, I, is, you know this is where we are. Bear in mind, I live in Britain. And of course, we have plenty of people like that here. And those people are very, very angry about the fact that the sun is continuing <laughs> to rise, even because, even in spite of the fact that we've left the EU. And, you know, they are very, very angry about it. And it's made them very, very difficult. And, well, the mindset is exactly the same. So, yes, there are people and there are people like that in Poland as well. And, uh, you know, we'll see where all this goes. But we who are not part of this cult, because essentially that is what it is, we, we can come forward so far still and say, 
what this is. This is very dangerous. It is very destabilizing. It violates any concept of politics, uh, democratic politics, as democratic politics, for all its rough and tumbles and all of that, uh, was conducted. Let me see how it happens. And by the way, we talked about the EU, and this is, of course, how the EU works. We saw that before in Canada. <laughs> we see this in the United States. It's becoming pretty general across the West. We see it in Ukraine. We see it in Ukraine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, no. there we anyway. go. All right. Uh, the Durand.locals.com. Durand. We are on Rumble, Odyssey, Bitchute, Telegram, Rockfin, and Twitter X. And go to the Durand shop. 15% off on all T-shirts. Take care.